This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. It was told in June for a show with the theme of Glutton for Punishment. Ross showed up on our stage for the first time earlier this year and has quickly made a name for himself. Some storytellers take years to find their own unique voice, but Ross had his from the very first time on stage. You have a story in you, too. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, like us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, here's Ross. So I drive up to Preston Truck Tires, and I jump out of the car and take on board a deep breath of country air. The smell of vulcanized rubber, disgusting, acrid fumes that stick to your clothing so that people think you smoke 40 cigarettes a day. But I've come here to start, start an advertising campaign for a new client, for Preston Truck Tires. So I have to think positive. And I say it out loud, right there in the car park. Vulcanized rubber, the smell of money and success. I enter the offices and I'm welcomed by managing director Peter Preston. Ross, he said, we put new treads on worn truck tires, saving vehicle operators thousands of dollars. We're the best in the world. But our advertising's failed completely. Can you help us? Can I help you? I say, can I help you? Is the Pope a Catholic? He says, uh, uh, what did you say, Ross, about the Pope? I said, never mind, Peter. Never mind. Tell me, what's your USP? What's your unique sales proposition? He says, Ross. He says, our new patented pressure tread tires, they never wear out. And I want you, I want you to convince the truck trade of this, to make them understand. Got it? Did you, did you say never wear out, Peter? Ne never? You know, I mean, like, could you tell me precisely how your tires last forever? You know, what's the secret? He said, if I had told you that, Ross, I'd have to kill you. But I'll give you a clue. Our pressure treads, our pressure treads are built around compressed rubber. That's a super material. It just, uh, it just, uh, it just ignores abrasion, cuts, nails, everything. And that's why our treads last longer than the body of the tire. So our treads never wear out, got it? And I said, um, well, I, I think I understand that, Peter, but if you, if you tell the truckers that the tires last forever, they're going to be skeptical. I pondered on this a little bit. You know, I mean, if the truck trade don't believe Peter Preston, who would they believe? Maybe they'd believe their competitors, I thought. Maybe they'd believe other truckers. Peter, what you need to do is to get truck managers, truck fleet managers, and let them tell the other truckers that his, that his, that their, uh, you know, that their tires, their pressure treads never wear out, right? What you need is customer testimonials, old chap. Impossible, Ross, he said. We can't get customer, we can't get customer testimonials because the truck managers are in the pockets 
of the big tire companies, Pirelli, Michelin, Dunlop, Firestone, they're all the same, whining and dining and taking the truck managers to, 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 to nightclubs, filling their back pockets with cash. He said they won't give me testimonials because they don't want to upset their relationships with the big tire companies. I said, well, Peter, you know, you must have, you must have one or two of the smaller customers. There must be some people, some of your customers like you. And he said, well, yeah, maybe, maybe one or two. He said, we had one this week, Russ. He said, the treads lasted for 100,000 miles. 100,000 miles are in perfect condition. It's probably a world record. But there's a problem. The fleet manager there, Duncan McBain, he's a very difficult man to deal with. He's got a reputation as a troublemaker in the local village. Chases people around with a shotgun. I don't think you can get a story from him, Ross, frankly. I said, Duncan, Duncan McBain, did you say? Well, that sounds a little bit Scottish to me, Peter. He said, correct. He said, he's a mean, aggressive bastard. I dislike the Scots, Ross. I said, well, well actually, Peter, um... <laughs> I'm half Scottish myself, old chap. He said, well, don't worry, I'll only half dislike you. <laughs> I said, well, make sure it's not the half that sends you invoices, okay? Well, he said, uh, if you're insistent, if you really want to go ahead, Ross, my secretary will give you McBain's address on the way out. And my, is, my advice is, take a bulletproof jacket, a large bottle of single malt Scotch whiskey, and uh, don't go in the afternoon, because he'll be drunk. Good luck. So two or three days later, I arrive at uh, Duncan McBain's front door, ring the bell, and it's answered by a bear of a man. And as he towers over me, I see a great scar down his right chin and bruises all down his face and neck. I say, good morning, Mr. McBain, handing him the Scotch whiskey. I say, it's very kind of you to spare the time to see me. I'm hoping you'll show me your pressure treads and tell me about your experience with them. He snorts non-committedly and sort of strolls across his yard and kicks this large truck tire leaning against the fence. He said, that's Preston stuff. And I say, okay, and I bend down and, and I pretend to examine the tire with a, a, an expert eye. I said, amazing, 100,000 miles, and it looks like a new tire. And he said, uh, well, I'm canny, you see. I teach, my, I teach my drivers to go easy on the brakes to save the tires, and I give them a bonus, right? And that wasn't exactly what I wanted to hear. I said, but Mr. McBain, you know, you, you did choose to use pressure treads, pressure, pressure treads. And uh, you're the leader in the industry now. You're, you're, you're the best man in the industry. And he said, uh, yes, uh, maybe, maybe. So I decide that uh, if McBain doesn't actually contradict what I say, he must agree with me. And if he agrees with me, I can quote what I say as coming from him in the advertisement, you see. So I say, um, well, a hundred, I said, 100,000 miles, and this uh, pressure tread's like a new tire. And he shrugs and pulls a face, and I say, quote. I say, um, uh, I say and I guess Preston are giving you, um, they're giving you the best retreads on the British market, aren't they? 
And he says, oh, Preston and, Preston and his pansy girl salesman. And I think, quote, best on the market. <laughs> so I think he might loosen up a bit if I take a photograph. So I get my little camera out. I said, uh, Mr. McBain, could you hold the tire like this a little bit, you know, as if you're, you're showing it to people, please. And he grabs the tire, this great huge tire, and looks at me with this blank, unsmiling expression. I say lots of positive things to him, and I smile at him, thinking he might smile back or something like that. Suddenly he sneezes and accidentally uses his smile muscles, and I click the camera. Anyway, when we're finished, I go home to my office to uh, see what I got, you know. And uh, I look at the photograph. It's okay, but the pressure tread looks like a heap of coal because black rubber doesn't reflect any light, so there's no tread pattern on it. These were the days long before Photoshop. So I blow it up very big and give it to my designer, and he airbrushes it the old-fashioned way, building up a brand new tread until it looks, it just looks like a complete new tread on a new wheel, just, just right like that. And we sit down and we do the layout of the advert and I write the copy with all the great claims on and you've got this nice picture of McBain looking a bit serious but not too unfriendly. You know what I mean? He's not actually killing anyone in the ad. Anyway, I send the advert over to Preston and he loves it. And he sends it over to McBain and he has no, he has no, uh, has no objection. I'm over the moon. It means we'll better run the advert. Uh, so I, uh, I, 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 I reserve space, I book space in all the truck magazines and the tyre magazines, looking forward to seeing my masterpiece in print in a few weeks' time. And, uh, of course, I'll get, you know, production costs paid for. I'll be to charge them up to Preston, get 15% of the advertising spend. So I'll be to pay my bills and give my wife some money to feed the baby. Okay, so uh, two or three days later, I get a call from Peter. Hello, Peter. Looking forward to seeing the McBain advert next Friday week, are we? Right? Right? Ross, we can't run the McBain advert. Uh, wh what? What do you mean, Peter? It's, it's all approved. It's clear. It's okay, right? The police told me they found McBain's body in a ditch this morning with 32 stab wounds. I can't have a customer testimonial from a dead customer, can I? <laughs> I'm furious. If only McBain had died 10 days later, <laughs> the advert would have run. And all the sensation over his death would have generated more interest in the campaign. <laughs> I felt so sorry for myself. <laughs> However, in the long run, it worked out okay. I, I charged all the production co costs up to Preston. And for the next few years, I wrote many, created many new adverts for the amazing pressure treads. But every time I went back to Preston's uh, tire company, and every time I pass a truck, work, a truck tire workshop, I smell that damn vulcanized rubber. And it's not, it's not the smell of money and success. It's the smell of death. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more about learning to tell great stories, visit us on hongkongstories.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends and keep an eye out for our weekly podcast published every Wednesday. And if you're lucky enough to be in Hong Kong, grab yourself some tickets for our next live show. Details can be found on the website. Everyone has a story to tell.